listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept, because it neither sees nor knows him. But you know him, because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live and you will live. On that day you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me, and whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. The Gospel of the Lord. Good afternoon and welcome. I greet you with the greeting of St. Francis. May the Lord give you peace. Amen. And again, for for everyone, maybe some of you are arriving, uh, a most happy Mother's Day to all the mothers here. Wonderful. Praise God. And especially to Mother Mary, the spiritual mother of us all. So um, you can imagine that myself and many of the staff look a little tired today. So yesterday was May 13th, which is the feast day of Our Lady of Fatima, the anniversary of the first apparition of Mother Mary at Fatima, We had Cardinal Burke here from Rome and somewhere close to 4,000 people. (laughs) So this is the day after. (laughs) So praise God, we're here. And um, so the readings, again, my friends, the readings are so interesting. Jesus tells us he will not leave us orphans, but he will send the Holy Spirit. So we're getting ready in the Easter season to head towards Pentecost when we remember the coming of the Holy Spirit upon the church And the Holy Spirit is the one who is in the church and in each one of us working with us so that we are not orphans. Um, There's an interesting detail in the first reading, which I'd like to comment on, when Philip is doing these miracles. So Philip, in the early, early, early days of the church, in the Acts of the Apostles, we get a snapshot of what things look like in the early, early days, very undeveloped, very unpolished It was the very beginning of Christianity. They were preaching the word of God, proclaiming Jesus as the Lord and the Savior, crucified and dead and risen from the dead in the Savior. And they call that the kerygma, the basic message of the gospel of our faith. And so we have that this day. And what's interesting is in the early days when things were just starting, Not only would they preach and proclaim Jesus, but then also the Holy Spirit was at work in the church doing signs and wonders, miracles, healings, deliverance from evil spirits as a confirmation, the authenticity and truthfulness of this message. And so it's it's something I was praying over. And um, here at the Shrine of Our Lady, I have met a number of people who have shared with me that they have been healed miraculously healed by God here through the intercession of Mother Mary at this shrine. And if you've ever met somebody who's received a miracle or somebody who's experienced freedom and deliverance from evil spirits, 
It's really just something that the power of that, the compelling witness of experiencing the grace that comes from Jesus alone. It's really something. And as I was praying over that, I had a funny idea. And I was thinking about in history and all the people who've been healed by God, who've received a miracle. And then I asked, what about the day after? You know, like today is the day after for here at the shrine, you know? So somebody who's received a miracle, you can imagine how exhilarating, how exciting, how overwhelming and emotional you must feel to receive a miracle from God. And that is beautiful and amazing. But then there's the day after. And then the week after. And then the month after. And then the years after. What, what is that about? These people who were either healed or delivered from an evil spirit or in some cases raised back from the dead, they had to live their faith. They had to grow in grace. They had to be nurtured by the Holy Spirit to make progress in holiness and following Jesus and the virtues and carrying the cross and all of that good, basic Christianity 101. Huh? And so I want to tie that to the theme of Mother's Day because the Catechism says there is a, a parallel between the stages of natural life and the stages of supernatural life. So for all of you who have the, had the experience of motherhood, I've been told about it. There's this experience of being pregnant and having another person living and growing within your womb. And if you've ever met a pregnant woman, there's this whole thing about eating healthy and staying away from cigarettes and alcohol for the sake of the baby. And, and then once the baby's born, there's a new experience. The baby is still extremely vulnerable and dependent, but there's nursing and changing diapers and getting up every two hours and being exhausted. And there's that experience of that stage. And then when they're just old enough to run, like these little ones here, your job is to stop them from killing themselves, right? You know? <laughs> And, and the, you, the nervousness of, like, you cannot take your eye off that child for 10 seconds. They're gone, you know? And then when they become teenagers, God bless the parents of teenagers. If there's ever a time you need to pray and you need extra grace, it's when you're parenting a teenager. So I'm told. No offense to any teenagers, okay? I am a former teenager. All right. I get it. I get it. And then once a young person crosses over into young adulthood, there needs to be the emergence of a new type of relationship. It's wrong to treat them as if they're little kids still. Okay, mom and dad? <laughs> that establishment of an adult-to-adult -adult relationship, that transition can be very difficult and hard. And then, um, so those stages of natural life, my friends, there's a parallel to what should be happening in our soul, our spiritual life as we grow and develop. And in the Bible, the spirituality of being a, a Christian, being a Catholic, it is the spirituality of family. It is a family spirituality. God is our Father. The church and Mother Mary, they are our mother. The church is our mother, and Mother Mary is the church in person. She embodies all that the church is. She's our mother in the order of grace. And Jesus is our brother, and in Jesus, we are all brothers and sisters. 
And you know the experience of our faith really is centered in parishes. And the word parish means a family of families. It's never just me and Jesus. Jesus did not teach us to pray, my Father who art in heaven. It's our Father. Forgive us our trespasses. It's plural because we have been adopted by God into his family. And so, my friends, the Holy Spirit that's been given to the church who, through the sacraments, through prayer, through experiences of ministry and being together as church, we are nourished in the Spirit as we grow in grace, as we make progress in holiness. And uh, on a day like today, when we honor our mothers, we honor Mother Mary, we honor the mother, our church, our mother, where we experience the graces of God our Father, that we belong to the family of God, that we are all brothers and sisters in Christ, and we're here to help each other, to help each other to get to heaven. And so we give thanks to God this day for these beautiful and profound realities that shape who we are and how we live. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans